0: Good morning from the Financial Times. Today is Thursday, June 10th. This is your FT News Briefing. Inflation data out today will tell us how hot the U.S. economy is. President Joe Biden will rally allies to get tougher on China. And companies sponsoring the Tokyo Olympics are thinking twice about backing the games. Plus, retail brokers say they're democratizing markets with no-cost trades. But the head of a top trading firm says that's not quite true.
1: I'm not sure if he's saying that these retail brokers are swindling investors, but what he is saying is that there is no such thing as a free
0: lunch. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. The latest U.S. inflation numbers are out today. The Consumer Price Index for the month of May will offer another indication of how much the U.S. economy is heating up as it emerges from the pandemic. Inflation has been a huge concern for investors, and the last report for April showed the highest increase in more than a decade. Numbers for May that are due out today could be even higher. Prices are projected to have risen 4.7 percent compared to May last year. The FT's Aziza Kazumov says markets will likely take it in stride. We've seen a lot of sort of reaction, market reaction to inflationary fears earlier in the year. But, you know, from talking to portfolio managers, it seems like a lot of those fears have been pricing at this point and that, you know, people have kind of settled on the narrative that they think inflation is coming, but I think it's going to be transitory. Um, so unless there's sort of a crazy shift from, from what the sort of economist expectations are for May. I think it's it's likely that the markets are just going to be not reacting all too dramatically. Aziza Kazumov is the FT's U.S. equities correspondent. The Biden administration continues to develop its own get-tough-on-China approach. Yesterday, the president revoked Donald Trump's ban on the Chinese apps TikTok and WeChat. The ban had already become ineffective because of court challenges. President Joe Biden issued his own executive order that doesn't target China specifically, but it would review software and apps from foreign adversaries like China. The new order would aim to protect the personal data of Americans, including health and genetic information. This move as Biden is to attend a G7 summit in Cornwall, England, where he's expected to rally allies to join him in taking a tougher stance on China. There are just six weeks to go until the start of the Tokyo Olympics, and corporate sponsors are getting nervous about whether being associated with the Games will damage their brand. Sources tell the FT that companies have hired marketing consultants to help them figure out what to do. The Tokyo Games have brought in more than $3 billion in sponsorships, but polls show that 62% of Japanese people don't want to hold the games right now because of COVID. Two big sponsors have recently run TV advertisements that feature athletes expected to compete, but the ads have little or no direct reference to the games. The newest breed of online trading platforms like Robinhood have enticed millions of people into the stock market with their zero-commission trading. Some say amateur investors have never had it so good. Alex Gurko says they're being duped. Gurko runs a big computer-driven trading firm based in London called XTX Markets, and he spoke to the FT's Eva Sale about his concerns. She joins me now to talk more about it. Hey, Eva. Hi. So, Eva, why does... Alex Gergo say that these wildly popular trading apps that some say are democratizing finance are are actually swindling people. What's what's his reasoning there?
1: Um, Well, I'm not sure if he's saying that these retail brokers are swindling investors, but there is no such thing as a free lunch. His point is that there are studies that show that nearly $3 billion was paid out between market makers and retail brokers last year, which is a sum that uh, came out of retail investors' pockets. So individual investors along the way paid out nearly $3 billion for something that was on the face of it is supposedly free. So that's his key point, as long as um, fees are explicit, there is an ability to control them or to decide between a higher fee and a lower fee, but if it's hidden, that's very difficult to do.
0: So Eva, I want to talk about an example that Mr. Gurko cites, and that example is of course GameStop, right? We're all familiar with what happened at this point. Investors piled into the stock earlier this year, even though the business is not doing very well. Um, and Mr. Gerko suggests that it, it it shows the way amateur investors are being encouraged to trade in illiquid stocks to the advantage of market makers and retail brokers. Um, you know how how does that work?
1: Absolutely. It's a very simple concept, really. Um, When there are fewer people who want to buy and sell an asset, the margins will be higher there. So his point is that because the interests of market makers and retail brokers are aligned as a result of partly as a result of zero commission, this means that both have an incentive to encourage. And clients, so your individual investors, to buy and sell stocks where they make a high margin. So, you know, if you're um, buying and selling assets all day, then you want people to go for the ones where you make um, 50p, not 5p. I don't think XDX or GERCO or us or anyone wants to go as far as to say that, you know, a particular person is manipulating people into doing this. But what he's highlighting is that there are Players in this equation whose interests are aligned for um, this outcome.
0: So, Eva, I want to put this all into context because uh, it's important to, to note who Mr. Gurko is, right? He's, uh, of course, a traditional broker. So, you know, you could argue that uh, he has a he has an axe to grind here, right?
1: <laughs> I, yes, I mean, I think Mr. Gurko's firm, XTX Markets, has an axe to grind in the sense that they do compete in U.S. equity markets, but only in wholesale markets. They don't engage in any payment for order flow, which is one of the issues we're talking about here, or any kind of retail-facing activity. So they don't directly compete with your Robinhoods or TD Securities. Their competitors will be the market makers, such as Virtu and Citadel, the companies that make their money from using computers to buy and sell assets all day long.
0: So Eva, what kind of attention is this getting outside of? You know, just Mr. Gurko, are regulators looking into this?
1: There is a lot of attention. And one of the areas that has got a lot of attention as a result of GameStop is payment for order flow. So the practice that aligns the interests of market makers and retail brokers. That is something Gary Gensler, the new SEC commissioner, has said he will be looking at. I mean, I guess one solution that he has suggested is uh, to send all orders to exchanges rather than having an intermediary who pays for these orders. Just get everything onto one public market where competition for those orders would be greater as a result.
0: Eva Sale is the FT's currencies correspondent. Thanks Eva. Thank you. Before we go, I want to give you a heads up about an important FT event an online summit called The Future of News. It's a gathering of many of the most influential figures in global media, top editors of Dow Jones, The Atlantic, and the BBC. You'll hear from the Australian regulator who forced the world's most powerful tech groups to pay for news. And you can see the White House press secretary Jen Psaki in conversation with our own Rula Halaf. Panelists will discuss media responsibility, business models, free expression, and other key issues facing the industry today. You can register for the summit at ft.com slash future of news. That's ft.com slash future of news. We'll have a link to it in our show notes. And those stories we just told you about, you can read more about them on ft.com. This has been your daily FT news briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news.